The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Vincent. I'm your host. It's time for some Week 13 Best Bets. Join me to do those, to give out our best bets. Pete Prisco and RJ White. What's up, boys? What's up? What's two weeks on? in a row. Two weeks in a row, we all had winning records. Yeah, that's right. Good job by us. RJ 4-1-1 one one last week. I'm 5-3. and three. Pete 3-2-1 three, and one on the by season. By the way, I got robbed. I handicapped the Saints game the right way. I got yeah. robbed. Uh, yeah, by the way, no way they should have been shut out in that game. Speaking no. of, yeah. <laughs> speaking of, um, they were in the red zone like eight times, aren't they? Last two drives finished inside the 10. No, that's, that, is pretty, that is pretty brutal. Um, you know, on Sundays, Pete hangs out in the green room and watches football with uh, one of our newest colleagues, we're Vikings GM Rick Spielman. You know what Rick does during the week now? That's right. Ryan Wilson wasn't doing enough work. Really, they said that. They're like, Ryan, you're not doing enough work. You needed to do something else. So we're going to give you a podcast. With the first pick is a new NFL Draft podcast hosted by Wilson and longtime NFL GM Rick Spielman. And you can watch episodes on this YouTube channel. If you want to get that, subscribe, turn on alerts. You'll get notified when they come up. Uh, I watched the first one, the entire first one. It was fantastic. Really, I mean, you know, Wilson, a much better host. I teach me. I teach both those guys football every single week. Oh! Don't you like so, just we talked about that? Don't you just like 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 you're like hey Rick, big game, big big spot for Kirk Cousins here. He's like leave it alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah ask RJ, of- ask RJ about that. He still talks about that, RJ. Oh, does he? Oh, hey, yeah. he came back and had a good game after that. So I don't yeah. know why he's mad. You, you got him motivated. Well, uh, there we go. So yeah, we'll we'll be airing those videos, the podcast on this YouTube channel for a little while. I assume they'll probably start their own one eventually. Um, when we get closer to the draft, you can watch those here. Or if you were an audio person only, go and search with the first pick on any podcast platform. Uh, if you're a listener of the Pick Six Podcast, theoretically, maybe you hate Wilson. If that's the case, don't go support him. But yeah, you know, if you like Ryan Wilson, go uh, go subscribe to that. I'm a guy a bone and uh, and help him out. Um, 
Pete number 41. one super friend. What's Ryan that? Wilson. Best, best part of the Sunday recap, Ryan Wilson. His exhaustion from having to work all day, and then, yeah. and then just he gets so fed up with you guys pretty quickly that he's all right. Let's move it along. Yeah, <laughs> and and Wilson has been working with me for like, I mean, like close to twenty years now because we worked at Fan House together before that, and so like at this point, and RJ's probably the same way, but um, at this point, it's just like just his uh, just level of disgust with me as a, as a as a human being and colleague has just reached new heights with each passing week. So there's that, uh, and I can understand where he's coming from. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Uh, also, should point out that we are still have a sick uh, QR code next to Pete's furry head up there in the corner of the uh, the, the YouTube thing. You got to point the other way. There you go. Um, if you scan that QR code, you can go buy Pick Six Podcast gear. We actually have a pair of joggers on there, men's joggers, only forty bucks. That's not a bad price. Go get you some Pick Six Podcast joggers. Rep the pod out in the wild. Uh, and also, we should point out that um, Billy is in the chat. If you're here, uh, w- when we do our live shows over the next uh, few weeks, we're giving away Paramount Plus gift cards, free month of Paramount Plus. It's a great streaming service. So P Plus, get in the chat. Um, if we get to a certain number of likes, Billy will give them away. He's handling all that business in there. But go ahead and hit the like button if you're in the chat right now or if you're watching later. Uh, overall, I'm I'm two games below 500. You guys are I'm not going to catch y'all. Uh, Pete's 14 games above 500. RJ seven 16 17 games above 500 on the season. Uh, would be awesome if we all had winning records on best bets for the full season. That'd be awesome. Be great. Let's uh, let's get to the games. We start heavyweight matchup, and I don't just mean like two good teams. I mean heavyweights, like two just big heavyweight prize fighters slinging it at each other. Titans at the Eagles. We have Eagles minus five. It's actually dipped down half a point. A total here, Pete, 44 and a half. Yeah, I, I like the Titans in this game. The Eagles can't stop the run. They're, they're awful against the run. Derrick Henry's going to run wild. Now, the Bengals did a great job against him last week. If you watch that tape, he was they were knifing in, and the linebackers were strictly do, trying to get to him before he get his feet going. The Eagles don't do that. They're not that good on the front. Uh, I think he's going to be able to run wild. I think they'll hang around. Mike Vrabel's great in this role where he gets his team up in the big games like this. Uh, I think I think the Titans won't win the game, but they're going to hang around. You're going to give me five points. I'm taking it. Best bet. Yeah, what's fun? I'm on the best bet as in the Titans too. What's funny is you you, you preface this as two heavyweights, and I'm sure people like that know the card are like. There's probably two other games that we're thinking that you were talking about. This might be the third in the rank of. It's a really it's a really good week this week. This the games. It's a very good week. So you talked about the uh, the Derrick Henry side of it. The Philly offense ran all over Green Bay, been running really well, but Tennessee's defense is third in rush yards per play. Philly's going to have to throw to win. They've been very efficient passing, very good yards per play numbers, but they don't throw it a ton. Only one game over 220 pass yards since week two. And their defense just gave up 32 and 33 points in their last two home games. are just not getting stops at all. I think Tennessee can have success offensively. Tannehill's played well through his ankle injury, starting to connect with Traylon Burks more. And you talk about Mike Vrabel in these big games. I mean, he's 16 and six against the spread as an underdog of more than three points. He's only had one loss by five plus all year. This is, you don't want to give him a ton of points. And that's why we saw this line was five and a half. I was hoping to catch six, even though the my power rating say Philly would be the value and they should be favored by six and a half. I just love backing variable in these spots. I was hoping to get six, started to come down. I'm making it a best bet at plus five. It's four and a half in the market. I think it probably needs to go a little bit lower. Um. Man, it's, it, I just think, yeah, when I said heavyweights, what I meant was like just two teams that are like love to smack you in the mouth. I do think that the 
that the you know the concern about the Philly run defense is for real. They need Jordan Davis back. Uh, I think he started practicing this week. I, I don't think he's supposed to play this week. You know, even if even if he's practicing, that would make a huge difference just his ability to uh, to clog with the middle. You know, adding Sue is, is has been very and Dominic Sue has been very helpful. Um, I, it's it's a lot of points. I'm going to take the Eagles against the spread. Don't feel great about it, especially with you guys going best bet on the Titans. Um, I, it's not a best bet for me. I just think. Jalen Hurts is playing really good football right now. Um, and as much as like Philly would, you know, they want to run, but they're willing to pass all over you. And plus, you know what? You know what we got going on in this spot? Right? Oh, here we go. Well, you didn't take it, though. The revenge parley must be over. Well, no, I didn't get enough. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll fire it up. We'll see. All right, Eagles on the money line. A.J. Brown revenge game. Uh, that's the number one parlay. We'll see if we can put it together. That, that is it. This is an A.J. Brown revenge game. Like, he's leaning into it like Patrick Peterson did. Eight. He cares. He's angry. He cares more. He was sick last week, too. He's going to get more open this game. He's going to he's going to try harder this week. He's going to go harder than he than ever. That means that he that means he's holding back the other games. Is that what you're right. saying? He, his entire life he's been holding back. Yeah, well, there you go. Run. There's your headline. Brinson, AJ Brown dogging it. AJ Brown. I would not, I would not go to AJ Brown. He is he is a dog. <laughs> he, he is. I he would obliterate me. Um. Yeah. So I'll. I'll I'll take the Eagles on the money line as the first leg of the revenge game parlay. If we can get there, and I know we got at least one more option, but uh, I'm on the, yeah, with the Eagles. I don't, I don't, I don't blame it for the Titans plus five. This could be a, a fairly close game. Titans like to compress the games a lot. Vi- Jets at Vikings, Vikings minus three over under 44 and a half. Pete, you see that one o'clock thing right there, right on the screen. It says 1 PM. That's Kirk Cousins happy hour. Hey, give Kirk credit. He played good in primetime on Thanksgiving. Yep. He was good in that game. Um, this is a matter of uh, – I, I couldn't get a feel for this game. I had a hard time with this game. It, it's basically the Jets' defense. Can they stop the Vikings' offense? And the Jets' defense is really good. Don't get me wrong. I, I love what they're building there. But I, I just think uh, Mike White's bubble is going to burst a little bit here. So I'll take the Vikings. I don't love the game, so I didn't make it a best bet or anything, but I'll take the Vikings minus the points. Is this bubble going to burst? I mean, the offense obviously shined <laughs> thanks to the bad matchup there, um, but this is another bad matchup. Minnesota's 32nd in pass yards per play. We saw what Mac Jones did to him, um, and that's why that game was close, even though Kirk had one of his best games of the season there. Minnesota's defense gave up 7.4 yards per play in that game. A kickoff return touchdown helped him win. Otherwise, it was tied. Um, Cousins coming off that great game, but he struggled against elite defenses. He scored they, the Minnesota scored seven at Philly and three against Dallas in that that awful game a few weeks ago. And the Jets defense sits between both in yards per play, all of them in the top five. So I have the Jets plus three as a best bet. I think they can still have success offensively in this matchup. Well, I think the defense is going to make it very hard for for Cousins and company here. Um, yeah, the line the line says that too, RJ. That's why I was kind of scared off it a little bit, but. Um, I just can't take Mike White a second time. I I'm, I got to see backup quarterbacks one more time. Do do um do you think the I mean the Jets do know that like they can't I mean do, do you I mean I agree with going to Mike White obviously it was the right move maybe maybe they should have gone to at the beginning of the season. Um, I set the over under for Zach Wilson starts the rest of the year at point five. Would you take the over under? Mm, if they're in the playoff hunt, I take the under. Right. And I think they they'll stay in the playoff hunt. So, but I mean, if he went nine to twenty five and threw for one hundred twenty yards, then then they probably go back to him. That's so what I'm saying. Like, I, I think there's a chance that I mean, we get a pumpkin performance from from Mike White. At some point. I mean, Mike White's a twenty seven year old, you know, like 
journeyman-ish quarterback. Like, I mean, it's it's it would be surprised if he magically was the guy to get the Jets over the hump and into the playoffs. Or you know, I mean, we'll see. Um, well, it would be the defense that got him into the playoffs. Well, right, and and Donovan Knight. Well, so, so here's the here's the schedule. Well, rest I wonder of the where way. he went at, to school. I don't know. Shout out, Pam. Uh, they're at Minnesota this week, obviously. Then at Buffalo, that would be a tough game where maybe, you know, I think it's too soon to go back to Zach Wilson. But then they're home against the Lions and Jaguars after that at Seattle, which had done have a good defense, and then close the season at Miami. So I don't know what point he's going to be bad enough that you're going back to Zach Wilson. Well, I think they could, I mean, they could easily lose at Minnesota. And then Buffalo's, Buffalo's a tough game. You know, you're at right. Buffalo. Um, it's a one o'clock game, but you know, you've got to go into, into Buffalo to play against a really good Bills defense. Like if, if they lose these two games and Mike White is just average or below average, I think you can easily make the case you go back to the you go back to Zach Wilson against the Lions, knowing that they don't have a very good defense and it's you know Jared, Jared Goff outdoors, and then you get the Jaguars at home and oh god in prime time. Um, who decided but to Jets Jags? In prime yeah, time? is that enough time though to resolve his issues that he's had? Because going to Mike White wasn't about like Mike White being this fantastic future franchise quarterback. It was about Zach Wilson needing time, needing a break, and just not whatever reason was losing the locker room there. And uh, are they going to welcome him back in open arms in two weeks? You know, is yeah, that a reason for time to cool off? Yeah, but RJ, if he had played well and he said the same thing, not well, but, you know, said the same stuff, they wouldn't have benched him. They benched him for performance. I, I, I Look, Mike White is Captain Checkdown. That's who he is. He's going to be that. That's what he does. He's smart. He's a smart quarterback. Don't get me wrong. And they love that. He doesn't make mistakes. Zach Wilson tries to be a hero. That's why Mike White's playing. And that's probably why Mike White's going to play as long as they're in the playoff run and should. Yep. yep. I mean, you know, you look at, I mean, Zach Wilson even said earlier in the year, he's like, sometimes I get out of the pocket and I just, you know, there's nothing there. And it's just so frustrating. And I don't want to throw it away. I just want to force something. It's like, dude, what? You, what? Like, what's the yeah. matter with you? Um, yeah. No best bet for me here. Uh, I would, I think there's a chance we see um, a nice game. I really do think Zonovan Knight could have a nice game. I think he's a great fit in that system. And, and you know, it it's sucks. Yeah, he's a good runner, explosive uh, runner as well. So uh, give me the over Zonovan Knight rushing yards. That that could be a, a prop I'll take. Steelers Isn't runners his nickname one. Nickname Bam, by the way. Isn't he Bam Knight? Bam Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they call him Zon? Why do they use his nickname? Uh, um, I, I call him Bam. Yeah, that's what he um, was. He's Bam Knight. I mean, how how do you have a name as cool as Zonovan and then get a nickname as cool as Bam? Like I mean, you should, if you have a name as cool as Zonovan, you don't need a nickname, and then you get a really great nickname in Bam anyway. Yeah, save save some of the Bam for the rest of us out here who are, you know like living with these uh, these basic names. Zonovan, come on, pal. Steelers Steelers minus one at the Falcons over under forty two. Pretty uh pretty smelly game here, Pete. Just in terms of unless it's on CBS, then it's a great game. Um, you know, Pittsburgh road favorite. What do you think? Yeah, I almost made this a best bet. In fact, I think I might add it in, but I, I love this game for the Falcons because it sets up poorly for Pittsburgh. I added a best bet in last week and it went rotten. So I'll try it again. What the hell? I'll take the Falcons. Here's why. The Steelers, short week, on the road back-to-back weeks, tough to prepare for the Falcons in a short week. You know, it really is. They're a hard offense to prepare for. And they're not a great offense. Their offensive line's playing pretty well. I'm going to take Add the Falcons in as one a best bet for me. And I like them all week. I just, you know, again, I'm probably going to regret this. I added in the Saints last week as a best bet and went crappy. So I'll take the Falcons as a best bet. I'm sure RJ appreciates that since he Yeah, I think Pete's trying to knock down my overall record because I've had the, the Falcons <laughs> as a best bet at plus one. It was minus one. Um, you know, some other Sharps released, a, 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 you know, the Pittsburgh as a play, and it's moved through the number, which isn't, I mean, plus one either way. Who, is who, released, who, who released Pittsburgh as a play? Um, it's one of the, uh, I believe it was the turnoff podcast. 
Okay. Um, was talking yeah. about it. Um, I'm not in his Telegram, but I think he talked about he released it as a play, gotcha. and they kept going through the through the pick'em. But one either side, it's not that big a deal. But I, uh, Pete's right. Second straight road game for bad Pittsburgh team. Um, but this is a, a mad defense kind of. But that offense for Atlanta had six yards per play against Washington, which I consider a good defense without Kyle Pitts, and they nearly won the game at the end. You know, just that bad bounce there to to, to throw the interception there, but um, could have won the game there. Um, their defense doesn't generate pressure though, so so maybe Pittsburgh can can win on the road. But I just think it's a tough spot. Second straight road game, um, short short rest, coming off that win. The line's about right for power ratings, but I love the spot for Atlanta, so I made them a best bet. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh's defense scares me a little bit, but I agree. Like the Falcons at home, catching a point. The 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 hard to prepare thing is is a really interesting point too, because you know you you have some that you see that a lot in college football where because you just so many different styles of offenses where you have like a triple option you know that's coming to town and, and it, you know if you have a short week in college you have to prep for a triple option. It's, 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 a, it's a really dangerous spot. And I think with the way that, that, that Atlanta runs that offense and all the weird stuff they do in that run game, that, that could be a problem uh, for, for Pittsburgh there. I think that's a great point, Pete. Um, yeah, no, and teams do start preparing on a short week. You sure. start preparing the week before for the next opponent. So there's some preparation, but it is, it's right. still tougher to prepare for. Yeah. Um, uh, nothing here for me. I'm just thinking about Falcons, but I'm going to pass. Commanders minus two at the Giants. Over under 40 and a half. This line has creeped up to two and a half. I would not be surprised if it went up to three. This is such a massive spot uh, for the NFC playoff race. And when you look at it, it is so unfortunate for the Giants how this three next three weeks sets up because they, these two teams play each other in since week 13. They play each other in week 15 as well. The commanders in week 14 have a bye. The Giants have to go have to play Philly. Like that is that is such a bad spot. Like this is a massive game for the Giants, massive game for the Commanders too. Because if you if one of these teams can sweep the other, Pete, like you almost feel like you're a lock to get the playoffs. Yeah, and I think the Commanders are going to start this week because I, I think they're the better team. I think their defense is is improved uh, a lot. Um, you know, what's the status on Chase Young? Have they decided that yet? There's a chance he's going to play this week. Um, I'll be curious to see if he does. But even without him, the edge rushers have been really good. The inside guys, we know they're good. Jamin Davis has elevated his game. The corners have been better. And the Giants' offense isn't very good. They're getting guys back on the line, which, which could impact this game a little bit. But I'm going to go with the, the team I think is the better team. I think Washington right now is the better team. I'm going to take the Commanders as a best bet. Uh, by the way, Chase Young, uh, Ron Rivera said on um, Wednesday that uh, they would not make a decision until Friday on Chase Young. Yeah. And that would be big, but the Giants offense 31st in sack rate anyway, so they don't need to they don't need him to have success. They're gonna probably have success anyway, rushing the passer. Um, the value is too good for me with the Giants on power ratings to to take Washington, um, because I don't think there's that big a gap between these teams and the Giants being at home. I think maybe they should be favored by one or we'll pick him at worst, but I don't want to take him in this spot. Um, I have leaning that way, but Washington's offense winning with run game, 150 plus rush yards, three straight. Giants defense 30th in rush yards per game. Um, it's strange to see the Giants as a home dog here, but I think that that defense and the run offense for Washington's the difference. Um, I think it's a fine teaser leg. I can't see Washington beating teams by two scores, really, unless they're no. terrible. And I don't think the Giants are terrible with how well coached they are. Um, so I was thinking about putting it in a teaser, but for now, I'm just leaning to the Giants. But if you want to throw the Giants in a teaser, I think that's a good call. That's, that's a great point of the teaser leg, especially like, I mean, in general, in the NFL this season, like it's, you know, you just don't, you know, it's, you see, the, there's, a t- there's more close games than ever in the history of the league. And so you, if you're taking the points, uh, a lot of times that can be beneficial. I got the commanders as a best bet too. Brad Dibble's done a great job. Giants have outperformed anybody's expectations for them this season. Uh, at the same time, 
you know, I think they are the Cinderella story is kind of ending a little bit. Maybe you know, we referenced the pumpkin, like you know, you could see them starting to slow down as the, the season wears on, and um, you know, with injuries piling up, the Commanders are just a different. Like they're a better team than they were earlier in the season. Taylor Heineke is playing some good football, and Ron Rivera's got like everyone on that roster is buying into him, and I think that makes a huge difference. I mean, it, it, like I don't want to dogpile Carson well, Wentz. By like, the way, what was it? 14-13 when Dable didn't didn't punt the Cowboys in last week and went for it on fourth down. It yeah, went, that's then right. it went right yeah, after that. Everything went sour. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough spot. Fourth and jackass. Punt in this league. You can punt in this league, guys. You're allowed to punt. You're allowed Fourth to punt. Jackass! And you can and you can kick field goals if you want to. You, you can, can do both. You can kick. You can kick and punt. That is. I mean, is, it wasn't yeah. like that game was going up and down the field or anything. No. I know. And it's like all of a sudden it's just like like just out of control. Um, I, I just I think Washington. You know, Robert's got the defense playing much better. I think it's a good spot for Washington. They know, like, they have to know you come in here and beat the Giants, and you really take the wind out of their sails. Then they have to go play Philly, which you know, the Giants do, and then they know they got Washington on the road in, in two weeks, where it's like all of a sudden this possible playoff thing could be out the window. I think Ron Rivera, great spot for him. Brian Dable, I think he's a fantastic coach. I just think maybe just too much building up against the Giants. I'll take the Commanders minus two. Broncos. Did you go to Did you go to Russell Wilson's birthday party, Pete? Broncos minus, Ravens minus eight hosting the Broncos total thirty eight and a half. My invitation must have got lost in the mail because I know he loves me so much that I had to, I had to be able to. Get I mean, he would have, apparently he would have taken anybody there, given like that, that half the team showed up. But uh, I don't know. Do you see? Um, uh, it was an interesting opening of the the follow up show uh, from Tom Pelissero today. Did, did you see that? What did he say? He said, "I want to." He just sort of circled back and, and listed a lot of reasons why the Broncos are losing that weren't Russell Wilson. Who did? Tom Pelissero. <laughs> I think the, um, the quote was, he said, um, let's see. I wanted to start off the show by addressing something that Mike and I discussed, Garofalo discussed, discussed yesterday that took a bit of a life of its own overnight. Um, in this particular case, I wish that some of the other words that I had said on the subject would have gotten an equal attention to things about Russell Wilson. Uh, you, you can read between the lines. On, on, that means he got called. Yeah, he got a call from with the, with the Colorado area code. Yeah. And why is he backing down then? If you say uh, it, you say it. Own it. Oh, my yeah. God. Come on, Pelissar. You're better than that. Own your stuff. I will never back down from anything I say ever. I might be wrong. I might have been I'm wrong, but I'm not backing down from it. Give me a break. Come on, Pelissaro. Russell Wilson stinks this year, period. You know why? Because he can't move anymore. Their line is terrible, and he can't move. He doesn't even try to move. It's, it's a bad it, – he it, it used to be dynamic. This should be a cautionary tale across the field for Lamar Jackson, okay? Look across the field. What happens when you can't move anymore? you got to be able to throw in a pocket. Uh, I, think, I think the Ravens' offense is in trouble, but nothing's worse than that Broncos' offense. I, I think the Ravens' defense will play well here. Lamar Jackson had many opportunities to hit shots last week and missed them. He had guys open. Not, he doesn't look right. And I know he's on the injury report again with something else this week. It was a hip last week, and now it's whatever. He just doesn't look right. He doesn't look all the way back. But I'm thinking the Ravens is the first part of my teaser. Uh, I think, you know, Broncos might not score in this game. They're terrible on offense. Back-to-back road games for them. I'll take the Ravens, first part of my teaser. 
Yeah, brutal loss for Baltimore. Pass game didn't play well, as you said. I believe he completed 50% of his passes, but they ran all over Jacksonville, and they can do that here. Denver defense struggles against the run, gave up 185 rushing yards to Carolina. Baltimore can stick to that, play defense, and win this game pretty easily because Denver is terrible offensively. Um, 4.3 yards per play against Carolina. Haven't scored more than one touchdown in a game since October. Have scored more than one touchdown in a game twice all year. It's just they can't. They you're not going to top 16, 13 points like that, and you're not going to win games like that. So I think Baltimore can cover if they want. If Lamar is is relatively healthy, but this is a big number, so I teased it as well. I got it down to minus two as the first leg of my teaser. Yeah, I think the tease is the move to go here with Baltimore. We saw that with the Carolina game previously, where it's like they can cover if they want, and they you know they didn't. They clearly didn't want to. Um, you know, so I'd like Denver. I mean, what 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 are you thinking if you're the Broncos? Like, I mean, like, where's your headspace if you bought that team and you know you're stuck with Russell Wilson, who looks just abysmal for the next three? Like, he can't go anywhere for three years. It's insane. Ca- you're thinking Pete about Carol's, he's laughing his butt off, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. You're thinking about the coaching um, candidates that you that have that could creatively who make something work in that offense because there have been coaches before that could make an offense work with limited quarterback play, and this is not one of them. So you're thinking you got to go find a guy like that. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> What a what a mess! I would be. I, I there's almost zero chance Hackett survives the season. I, I can't. I can't imagine. No, um, not with new ownership, particularly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not taking the Ravens. I'm not taking the Broncos against the spread. You see, it's up to eight and a half now. Um, I'll take the Ravens. Not going to be a best bet. I think you guys. Uh, you guys actually have the same teaser. I don't know if you knew that, but um, I think without coordinating, but it is on his on his teaser game. We do. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Um, you know I what think the chances? Of, you know what the chances of that are. Well, you're, you're looking at the right teaser legs because there's only a couple of, of legs you should be teasing each week, you know, just kind of the advantage plays through the three and seven, and, and you nailed them this week. Yep. Please uh, become best friends. Yep. <laughs> I'd love that movie. Uh, I'd watch I'd watch Pete and RJ do a rec- like a live live uh, live recreation of, of Step Brothers. It'd be fun. Do you, you, you get to hit each other with like a shovel, drumsticks? Yeah, I don't, I don't want Pete hitting me with anything. I don't No, no thank you. Pete, Pete likes to hit people with salad dressing. True story. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to. Uh, all right, Jaguars wrapped up in a, wrapped up in a bag. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's like what a what a savage move. Just like, just in case the guy's coming, you got to have something to get him back. Uh, Jaguars minus one at the Lions over under fifty one and a half. Uh, Pete, you and I have been uh, sharing a brain, as Adam Shine likes to say, uh, when it comes to some really square overs this season. And guess what? We're back on one here. I mean, this is this is square as square could be, but I'm going to be the square because I, I don't see how this game doesn't go over. I think Jacksonville's, you know, look, ETN is dinged up a little bit, um, but I think on this track, the way Trevor Lawrence played last week, that was the moment. You're here, buddy, and he believes it now. And the Lions have been better on defense, but I, don't, I still don't think they're that good on defense. And I think Jacksonville's pass rush is terrible. You know, for all the all the, you know, money and stuff they've invested in draft picks. They got two top 10 picks playing on the edge and they don't get the quarterback. I mean, it's terrible. And this is Trayvon Walker against Aiden Hutchinson, by the way, in this game. So I, I, yeah, I think this game gets loose. So I'm going to take over 51 and a half as one of my best bets. 
Yeah, the Jacksonville defense has allowed 20-plus points in six straight, and Detroit's offense has scored 25-plus in three straight. So it seems like a high-scoring game here. Jacksonville coming off that signature win for Lawrence. Like you said, he really needed that and really excited about his future. Did have two weeks to prepare for that game. So on a little bit of they're going to look as good as they are with that extra extra prep with Doug Peterson. Um, and I don't know that they're going to look that good moving forward. But the improving offense probably going to feast on a bad Detroit defense. So it's another good Detroit over. I agree with you guys there. I want to back both these teams right now. Um, I think they're both improving. Um, this line was Detroit minus one. It swung all the way to Jaguars minus one. Don't quite agree with that. I think I might make Detroit a slight favorite at home. Uh, if it gets up to one and a half, I think Detroit's a great teaser leg because they can come back on anyone and back to recover anybody with that offense. Yeah, uh, I think I agree with that on Detroit. I was looking at it myself. Uh, you get plus seven. That's a t- they just Jacksonville's defense not very good. You you know Detroit's defense every good. I think so. Like everybody for DFS purposes will probably flock to uh, Chiefs and uh, Bengals. I think this game is just going to be an absolute shootout on that home track for for Detroit. I mean, the, Lawrence's confidence should carry over. That fourth quarter could really like spark something you know big in him. In terms, he's been of- good in November though. He's he had has- a great November. He has. Had. I mean, uh, it, Ryan- that was the that was the moment. By the way, yeah. And like look, I talk about this all the time on the recap show. 2021 was a red shirt season for Trevor Lawrence. You cannot hold that season against him with Urban Meyer coaching there and all the dysfunction they had going on. This is essentially his rookie year, and he's playing like a rookie where you got some really highs, some really lows. And Doug Peterson talked about it. The light came on, and the light's always been on, but the light, he says the light's getting brighter and brighter each passing week. Like we could be like there could be a Trevor Lawrence explosion game on the horizon at some point. I think this is kind of the spot for it. It gets a bad defense with an offense on the other side that can keep up. I, I, I love the over in the spot. By the you way, know, if they if they win, sorry, RJ, but if they win this week and the Titans lose, that game next week in Nashville is is meaningful in Jacksonville playing a meaningful game mm-hmm. in December. That would be incredible. Is that, so you, what is the – are they – so Three back, but there would be two with two against them still to play. Oh, so they, they haven't played the Titans at all yet? No. Ooh. Which is not a good thing for the Jacksonville right, the right. Titans own them. That's right. Right. So you know, in those um those year two quarterbacks since Mahomes, you know, we've been looking for those year two quarterbacks to throw MVP votes on, um, or MVP bets on. Lawrence was kind of a little bit of the guy this year, year two. But of course, like you said, throw out that last year. This is his true rookie year. Do we treat him like a year two, maybe dark horse MVP candidate next year? It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I plus uh, if he I, has plus if he has a if Ridley's the same guy and he adds him to the oh, guy, he's really got Ridley. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I like the I love the over here. Um, I'm gonna have a bunch Me of too. TFS in this. I think I just think it, I think it's a sneaky fun game to watch. I was actually um, I agree. I don't think this episode will be out until Friday, uh, but I was on a slow news day with Kevin Clark, and he he we picked some wow. games. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, you're, my so buddy, you're with your you're wrong with your idol. I, Kevin's my friend. We're pals. Uh, we talked about idol. we talked about a bunch of different things, but he was like he's like, did I miss any games that you want to pick? I was like, I think Jaguars. Lions is going to be somehow like exciting. And, and I, th- I think this game, we're going to see a bunch of lead changes in the fourth quarter. A lot of red zone action for the Jaguars in this one. I might start Trevor Lawrence in the, in the Millie Maker. Win a million bucks with Trevor Lawrence. How about that? Mm-hmm. The plays Jared Goff. P- people are talking about Trevor Lawrence after that win. You oh, know, you're and, right. and there's going to be some people yeah. backing him. And I would play, thinking, oh, I would Detroit play could game. Play that Goff, St. Brown stack. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Off. Okay. What, uh, what, would you, what would your bring back be from the Jaguars for that? Kirk, probably. Christian Kirk. Yeah, yeah I think Kirk's going to have a big day. Man. People will be on Zay Jones for cheaper because of that big yep. game, and nobody's yep. going to really play Kurt. Plus, he's dinged up a little bit this week. That's a good mm-hmm. call. All right. Look at you guys. DFS monsters. Better play it yourselves. Um, all right. The other leg of your teaser that you're combining with Baltimore, the other exciting game, the real heavyweight game, a, a possible revenge game 
for the Kansas City Chiefs after the Bengals took him out last year in the play of the regular season and the playoffs. Kansas City heads to Cincinnati to play a, a surging Joe Burrow and the Bengals offense. Chiefs minus two. The total is actually ticked up half a point. Uh, we're, we've got it at 52 and a half. It's 53 now. Uh, and I am intrigued by that over. I'm intrigued by that over too, but I didn't take it. Um, I, I took the other one instead, but I, I like the Bengals as the second part of my teaser. I, I, you give me eight against the Chiefs, and I think they, they, they're they going to hang around in the game. It wouldn't shock me to see them win the game. I think the Chiefs will win it, but it's really close. I mean, it's going to be a one-point game, two-point game, uh, but you're going to tease that up to get eight. I'm taking it. So I'll close out my other part of my teaser, Baltimore and Cincinnati as the teaser. Yeah, and I'm teasing them too to plus eight. You know, you mentioned we had the same teaser. I uh, like teasing them at this number, expecting close game. A little worried because the Chiefs can score 40 on anyone, you know, whenever they want sometimes. Um, so you, you could easily see this being a 9-10 point game, just even even if it is a close game because the Chiefs are so good. But hopefully Chase is ruled in. Um, we expect him to play. Um, if he is officially ruled in, this line will come down. I'm probably then looking to play Kansas City on just a straight spread. Major revenge game, like you said, for that playoff loss. Best team in the league, so laying less than three. Even on the road, I like them there. Since he's playing incredibly well, but they're medium ranked in, in yards per play on both offense and defense. So it's not like they're lighting up the field like the Chiefs are offensively. And the schedule, of course, turning brutal for Cincinnati after a run of games against teams currently at four wins or less. All those those wins they were piling up were against teams that are currently like four and seven, three and eight. So now they're a huge step up in competition, and I'm sure they want to prove themselves. Going to be tough from here on out, but I think they can keep it close here. So I, I teased it as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Joe Burrow. So my Chrome crashed, so I had to I have to reload it. But um, looking at, so they were seven, the Bengals were seven and four last year in, in this exact same time period. They had a week ten bye, just like they did this year. Won two games coming out of the bye, and then um, Burrow's final four games of the season are an absolute joke in terms of the numbers he put up. He completed seventy six percent of his passes, three hundred seventy yards per game. 11 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and 12, or excuse me, 10.5 yards per pass attempt. Like, I don't know that we're going to get that, Joe Burrow, because that's a ridiculous thing. But, like, this is where, if if we believe that, you know, last year was not a fluke in terms of how the Bengals can play, like, I think we see Joe Burrow start to crank it up a notch heading down the stretch because he knows. What's their schedule the next, down the stretch? It's what not it? easy. It's, um, it's not easy. It's they, not have easy. Case, they have Casey, obviously, at home this week. The Browns at home the following week, now with Deshaun Watson, of course, at the Buccaneers, at the Patriots, Bills at home, Ravens at home. Yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. Um, I, I think four and two is on the table if Burrow you know, really elevates his play, though. And uh, I actually took the Bengals to win the Super Bowl at 15 to one. Any thoughts on that? Make you look good. Yeah, the AFC is going to be tough playoff-wise. Um, I don't think they're getting the number one seed. So if, if you're not, you're going on the road there. And can you beat some of these teams that you know, on the road? I think it's going to be tough again. I mean, the second half of that game last year where they played the Chiefs and the way they played him in the secondary and everything, that frustrated Mahomes. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of that this week too. Same style. Remember they um, adjusted in the second half, played I'll off. Take the, I'll take the over 53 is the best bet. Yeah, I, that's probably chalky too. Um, or 52 and a half, excuse me. It, you know, it's obviously it's a donkey play, but and, and I think the the way I would actually look at this if I were if I wanted to bet this game on Sunday, I think you kind of, I think you wait and see if they start slowly. I like the second half over is a pretty good look, or a live over if the game starts out a little bit slowly. Like I, I think you could see some real uh, points scored uh, in rapid fashion uh, in that game. All right, let's take a quick break and when we come back. 
the smelliest line on the board in the entire week's board. Next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Raiders are hosting the Chargers, Pete. Oh my God, this line has gotten stained. We had uh, Chargers minus one and a half. It was Chargers minus two. It is now down to a pick over on Caesars. Uh, we will be picking at Chargers minus one and a half. I, I think... That is such a ranted line, and now it's even stinkier that now that it's gotten steamed towards the Raiders and it's a pick em. Well, What do you think about this one? Uh, well, Raiders sort of you know, desperate floundering. They must have got word that the Raiders are one of my best bets, though. So it's <laughs> steaming out there. I, I like the Raiders in this spot. I, I just think the Chargers' run defense is so bad, and we saw what Jacobs did last week. I think they're going to run the ball, run the ball. This game has a chance to get loose in a different way, though, with the run game for the Raiders, the passing game for the Chargers. Uh, but I'm going to take the Raiders at home. I, I, I think they're going to find a way to win this game. Uh, Chargers are, what, back-to-back road games for them. And I know they're not long trips, but they're still consecutive road games. Uh, I'll take the Raiders as one of my best bets. Not just consecutive road games, but fourth road game in the last five weeks. They've just been out out of L.A. over and over and over again. Got it out of win in the end last week. Um, their, their offense not explosive, but the Vegas defense bad on third down, so I think they can still sustain drives and make this a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, Vegas offense, though, fifth in yards per play, fourth in rush yards per play, going to run all over the awful Chargers rush defense as long as Josh Jacobs is good. You know, he played through a calf injury last week. Seems like he thinks he's fine, you know, and, and looking at how he performed on the field, I mean, I assume he's fine. You know, you don't do that when you're you're, you're at anything less than 100% to me. Um, but if he plays in this game, I think that's what the market's saying. They're expecting him to play, and that's why this line is, is steaming down to the Raiders because if he's in, they should play pretty well. They've lost by more than seven just once all year, and that was that flu game in New Orleans when everybody on offense apparently was, was sick. There was sickness going through the locker room. Um, Vegas has only lost by five at the Chargers in week one. Um, but they lost, they lost the turnover margin 3-0 there, and I, I don't think that happens here. And if that's not happening, chart, the Raiders have a good chance to win the game. So my lean is to them at the pick. At pick them, though, I'm staying away. What the hell did you just do, Pete? Just swished water in my mouth. Interesting. Uh, you want to hear a funny story? So my cousin Cameron – stop me if I told you this. I don't think I told you this because we haven't talked since before Thanksgiving. Uh, but the, my cousin was at, um, at, our, at my parents' house for Thanksgiving, and um, – uh, one of her friends was like, "I'm going like, to FaceTime you when you're at Prince's house." He's like, and he, and like he FaceTimed and, uh, and and asked me. He's like, "Hey, do you would you trade George Kittle for Josh Jacobs?" I was like, oh, "I don't think so." And then of course, Josh Jacobs went nuclear. Very so the, the whole family hates you. Yeah, whole family. Yeah, that's they that's been that way for a while. Uh, the, uh, the the uh, the the Chargers are giving up over the last five games 183 rush yards per game. I mean, they're getting absolutely steamrolled in the run game. Josh Jacobs is still playing for it. I don't know if he's going to get a huge contract, 
but like the way he's playing, he's going to get some money. Um, may, they may even have to franchise tag him. Who knows? Uh, but it's just a bad spot for the Chargers. I think the game, I think it stinks out loud that it was Chargers minus one and a half. I think Pickham is, is much more appropriate. Would you I, I pay, the- if you had these two guys on the open market, Barkley and Jacobs, which one are you paying? I mean, you don't have to pay the same price, right? Neither. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm, not, I'm with you, RJ. I'm the same way. I would pay you. If, I had, to, if I had to pay one, I'd pay Jacobs. Because I, I think played better, he's played better this year. The Bark the Barkley contract is just going to be bigger than what you would have to pay Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I think, but I mean, aren't there numbers? If you look at their numbers, Jacobs has been better. Yeah, Jacobs has been incredible this year. Like he's running his ass off. It's like basically like them declining to pick up his fifth year option. Like sort of sparked him. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the Chiefs. That's a, that's the other second game of the revenge game parlay. Chiefs money line. That's revenge. Actual revenge. Yeah, we'll give you the revenge on that one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, Josh Jacobs has – yeah, he's he's having a great year. A lot of carries, but that's okay. I think he goes nuts uh, on this Chargers run defense as well. I'd take, probably take it over in his props. I got the Raiders plus one and a half is the best bet. Colts at the Cowboys. The Jeff Saturday experiment rolls on. Cowboys are minus 11. It's actually down to 10 and a half. The overs uh, ticked up here to 44 and a half, a full point. We've got 43 and a half, Pete. What did you think about Jeff Saturday's clock management there? And uh, did you think it was interesting that a lot of people seem to be blaming Matt Ryan on a particular network where Jeff Saturday used to work? It was, it was terrible. It was awful. Call timeout. I mean, you got him. He took him home with you. It was just stupid. Even, even if he gets first down there, he's still messing with the clock. It made no sense. Uh, but you know what? He, you, that's what you get when you get a guy like that as your coach. He can lead, but when it comes to actually making decisions, that's tough to do uh, in the spur of the moment. But he said he he understood that afterwards. This is a terrible spot for them. The Cowboys might get 16 sacks in this game. Their offensive line is awful. And it, it really, you know, Braden Smith actually did a pretty good job on T.J. Watt the other night, but the rest of that line stinks, and it's going to be a problem across the board. I think the Cowboys minus 10 and a half is going to cover. I didn't make it a best bet, but I could see where somebody would. Somebody being me, because I made it a best bet at minus 11. I the just power wow. ratings wise. I have it at 12. Um, but then you look at the matchups and that Dallas defense is going to dominate the Indy offensive line. And we've seen what Indy's offense looks like when Matt Ryan has no time to throw. It, it's look, it's pretty terrible. We've seen them get shut out before already this year. That could happen here. And then you look at the other side of the ball. Dallas offense has totaled 420 plus yards and four straight. Essentially, uh, Dak Prescott came back, had one game where they they beat uh, Detroit 24-6, I believe. And then since then, they've literally scored four touchdowns each game since then, four offensive touchdowns. They just cannot be stopped offensively. So even though the Colts have a good defense, I think the Cowboys will get theirs on the scoreboard. And I don't see how the Colts score points. Then you get the big rest advantage here. Dallas played last Thursday. Indy played on Monday. Um, and Dallas already has five double-digit wins on the season. So I think you can lay the big number with them. I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. So um, I have Dallas minus 11. It's a best bet. I wouldn't have a problem uh, doing that as well. It, it is weird that it went down to 10 and a half and the total shooting up. Like, that's kind of surprising. I feel like um, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to like, I mean, Matt Ryan's going to be under siege in this game. Like, the only way Indy pulls it off is that they just feed Jonathan Taylor and he's ripping off long runs. But, I mean, Dallas's pass rush, man, is so – so, so dangerous. And like RJ said, uh, that Matt, a huge rest advantage. I mean, Thursday to Sunday and then uh, Monday to Sunday. I mean, that's just, that is just an unfair spot. I'd say I feel bad for Jeff Saturday, but I don't. Saints in the Bucks. Bucks minus three and a half over under 40 and a half, Pete. 
I mean, history says you got to take this recent history. I know they beat them this year, but the way they beat them up over the course of Tom Brady's career, um, it says you got to take the Saints, and it's more than a field goal. This line looks a little stinky to me, doesn't it? Little stinky. So, I mean, I'm going to take the Saints because I think it'll be a field goal game, and their defense actually played well last week against the 49ers. Uh, if they don't make mistakes in that game, they might win that game. I mean, they're on – what was Alvin Kamara doing on the goal line? I mean, what the heck was that? And and so I think they'll hang around in the game. I'll take the field goal in the Saints. You think it's stinky because you, you think it should be three? Is that what you're saying? No, I think it, maybe it should be a little bit more, like four or five. Yeah, well, it, it, it was more. I mean, it opened a lot higher, and it just steamed down with the Saints. People wanted to pile on the Saints, A, because of the, the recent history, like you said, and B, because of the Tristan Wirfs injury. Um, you know, and that's going to be – that Tampa Bay's offensive line's already been a problem. Um, but Tampa, New Orleans defense – they rank well in yards per play, but they give up plenty of points. I think Tampa can still score points here, even with the state of their offensive line. They won by 10 in New Orleans in week two, and the offense didn't play that well in that game. Didn't have Godwin. Rashad White was a smaller part of the offense. So I think they can have success here. They were playing well before the bye overall, maybe a victim this week of Cleveland rallying around Brissett in his last game. Um, so I think the look-ahead line, which was 6.5, the opening line, which is a little bit less than that, but but a lot closer to 6.5 than the 3.5, they weren't as far off as the movement suggests. I'd probably put it at 4, 4.5. So even with the matchups, I think Tampa Bay is significantly better. I made them a best bet at minus three and a half. Yeah, I got this. I got Tampa Bay's best bet at minus three and a half as well. Um, this is a this is a such a huge spot for the Bucks because you come you lose that game to Cleveland. You have no business losing that game to Cleveland. I mean, you got you got fourth and ten or whatever it was. Jacoby Brissett's out there. You know, you let Njoku catch that ball is just you, you can't. I mean, also, you know, why didn't they run the ball? The guy averaged almost five yards a carry. They gave and the run. if we're gonna rip Jeff Saturday, by the way, like hey, Todd Bowles. You got timeouts, pal. You you got time timeouts and Tom Brady. Use your timeouts and let Tom Brady try and get in field goal range. That was crazy at the end of that game, just letting the clock run off. I understand you don't want to give the ball to Cleveland with in field goal range, but with the time remaining and the greatest quarterback in the history of football, that was a like that is so egregious. Like it could end up, you know, it could not it could cost you a playoff spot. Right. I mean, this game is well, um well if if the Saints win this game, <laughs> look at that division. If the Saints win this game. They are tied for first, right? Oh, no, they have to game back. Of the the garbage division. It's a garbage division. The Bucs are in first at five and six right now. You get to six and six, though. You know, I mean, like, this is a, it's a must-win game for the Bucs. End of story. It's, it's a must-win game. Tom it's Brady must-win must win for game. both. It's a must-win sure. for both. Oh, one has Andy Dalton and one has Tom Brady. Give me the Tom Brady team minus three and a half uh, as a best bet. Got some quick hitters here. Um, I've only got I've got two best bets in the quick hitters. So that's okay. Packers at the Bears. Packers minus four and a half over under 43 and a half. Um, Pete, should the Packers shut down Aaron Rodgers? Should they shut down Aaron Rodgers? No. As long as he's healthy and he wants to play and they're still alive, play him. Um, when he, when he wants to check it out, when they're not in the playoff, when they're not mathematically alive, then you play Jordan Love. I think that's the way you handle it. Uh, he owns the Bears, he knows that. Uh, I think I would lean to the Packers. I don't love him in this game. He wants to be on the field this game. Both these franchises have a record 600, 768 regular season wins, tied for the most regular season wins of all time. And uh, Green Bay could take their first ever lead with a win over Chicago here. So um, Green Bay's lost seven of last eight, so they should have the lead by this point, but they're just playing awful. Uh, their defense has surrendered 400-plus yards in three straight. Can't stop the run, particularly Hurts on Sunday. So if Fields is in, I think smash the over. If Fields is trending out, which I think probably is the case, even at four and a half, I like the Packers. So those are the two ways I'm leaning, but no play right now. Yeah, I uh, when we were doing our betting trends show, I was suggesting that if if we thought Fields was going to come back, that you could take the um, that the take the over 
The line moved while we were doing the show, actually, uh, to Green Bay minus four. The total jumped up to 43 and a half, but it's, it's come back down to 42 and a half. And the Packers minus four and a half now. It sure does look like Fields is not going to play. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Bears in the over if Fields plays for sure. If he doesn't, I think I like the Packers a ton. Uh, the Fields thing does concern me. I, I bet the Packers at minus four because I think it'll keep moving once he's ruled out. And by the way, this could be the last time, theoretically, Aaron Rodgers ever plays the Bears. So you know he's going to go out there and destroy the team that he owns. Why he's quitting? Browns. What? Why he's going to retire? I, I, I said it could be. I don't think he will. You know what Ryan Wilson said? Huh. Ryan Wilson said there's a 5.5% chance that Aaron Rodgers is back next year. No. Idiot season. Do the uh, Bears play the Colts next year? Um, the Colts, are done Colts quarterback Aaron Rodgers? Or what about the Jets quarterback? We can't really trade him. What? Yeah, they can't <laughs> trade him. Yeah, he's, he's either Packers he's or gonna be the He's going to be the goal. Yeah, he'll be the yeah. He's gonna do one more year, then retire, and then Jordan Love will take over. Brad, oh man, there's some kind of revenge going on here. I don't know which side. I don't really want to include. I, I know which side. I don't want to include. Browns by the seven at the Texans over under forty six and a half. Um, very small coverage map for this game, I believe, on CBS. Not being shown in a lot of households when Deshaun Watson returns from suspension, somehow, some way to the city where he was last played football, Houston, where he committed, allegedly uh, did a bunch of. Really terrible stuff, and it's going to be a weird environment, and uh, it's be an interesting game to see how he plays. But revenge, uh, like people that were on the Texans are no longer there. Most of them are not there anymore. So it's from that I player think it's standpoint, Sean Watson revenge on, on on Houston. Correct. It's not the other way around. Uh, but the Texans are so bad. Uh, Cleveland's not good either. I mean, they won that game last week, and uh, somehow, some way. But the Texans are so bad. I'd lean to the Browns, but who knows what he's going to, he hasn't played in two years. Who knows how he's going to play? Tiebreaker here for revenge. Jadavian Clowney revenge game. Maybe. Oh, there we go. All right. So the Brad's the Browns revenge game. Yeah. No idea what to expect from Watson. First game since 2020. Can't lay the seven with the Browns. Uh, I think the Browns, if it's Jacoby Brissett, I'm probably fine laying the seven with how bad Houston is because they don't have to do much. Houston Cleveland's offense can run all over. Houston's defense and Watson probably doesn't have to make many plays, but this really feels like Houston Super Bowl. I know the players aren't, aren't the same, but this is the win you want against Deshaun Watson, and uh, and and you're going to get the number one pick either way. But uh, are the players motivated? It doesn't really seem like they've been motivated these last few weeks. Offense had 36 net yards on their first eight drives last week. I mean, I can't see them scoring more than 10, 10, 13, maybe 17 points if you stretch it and squint and get a defensive score somewhere. So never backing Houston the rest of the season. Would need to see Watson play first where I can back him in this spot. So just going to stay away maybe lean to the under if you're kevin stefanski would you like it's sort of weird like would you dial up like early play action and let Deshaun chunk one deep and or like do you try to be a little more like kind of respectful of the whole thing where you don't know Co- teams respectfully he's on the field he's playing and they want to show him off he'll 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 play like you would want him to play okay yeah, I, just, I, I, I think, can he the question right. is can he i mean i think so too especially with like you know ownership is like taking this like pr hit for trading for him like you want to make your bosses happy by dialing up some big plays. Um, all right, so we got uh, – unless we find another one, that's three games of the, the revenge parlay. Um, let's see, anything else? Uh, Dolphins – ooh, this is an interesting one possibly. Dolphins at 49ers. 49ers minus four, over under 46 and, a, 46 and a half. Now, it's not revenge for anybody per se or even spite. It's no revenge. There's no revenge. Raheem Moster, Jeff Wilson, There's Mike no McDaniel. Jeff, Jeff Wilson revenge game. How's Mike I McDaniel have I revenge? What's that? He, he, they they made Mike. They got Mike McDaniel a job. I was I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a, it is a, it's a big game for both sides, but it's not a revenge game. 
not a revenge game, but the the worst unit on the field of the four units will be the Dolphins defense. It's that simple. And for that reason, I'm going to take the 49ers here. I don't have his best bet, but I would lead to the 49ers. Yeah, Miami's, Miami's defense had three turnovers against you. Some of that's atypical for them. They don't get a lot of turnovers this year. San Fran has turned the ball over just once in the last four games combined. So I think the San Francisco offense going to have a clear edge on the Miami defense. Um, and then the other side, it's a lead offense versus a lead defense. Armstead injury is huge. I know he's saying he wants to play, but if he doesn't play, is the pass rush going to get to two a little bit? As Even though he gets the ball out pretty quickly, um, my lean would be to San Francisco. I was hoping to back him at three. It got down to three and a half. It's back up to four now, so that's not going to happen. So I'm probably just staying away. I'm going to take the 49ers minus four as the best bet. I think it's a little stinky of a line. Um, and as, as Pete points out, the Dolphins' defense is the one uh, big problem there in terms of stopping the 49ers, whose offense is really cooking right now. And I, I really think that we're going to see uh, a significant and then a trickle-down effect across the offensive line. Teron Armstead's injury, that's a big one, man. Like that, you know, to, to his protection, you got to, you know, there's – I I think that is – Especially with a, with a Bosa on the other side. A Bosa, exactly. Like – that's the matchup to watch for me, and I think that it will have a major impact. Um, maybe across uh, across. By the Baltimore. way, the next three weeks, the next three weeks at Niners, at Chargers, at Bills. If the Dolphins won all through three and Tua played really, really well and put up big numbers, he might be the MVP. Would you see? Wow, Pete Prisco talking about voting for Tua for MVP. Well, he could be. I mean, I'm talking about. I mean, you know, Mahomes kind of depends right on now, Hurts. But- Right. I heard if her, 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 what if Hertz continues to play well too, and they end up like you know one loss, two loss, mm-hmm. or whatever? Uh, how would you? How, I'm talking about beat? like I'm talking about two or throwing like three or four touchdown passes in each of those games, or two mm-hmm. or three. What? What? Three seventy. Um, what would your? I know you don't do a ballot when you vote for the for, but what would they your, do now? They do now. They, they do? changed it. Oh, they, they did. Changed it. Yeah, it's one through five now. What? Yeah. It's do not you, just one vote. You got. Do they get points for each one? Yeah. Wait, they cha- when did have they announced that this year? Yeah, it's out pretty recently. Huh. Missed that. So Shit. how would I vote it right now? Mahomes won. I did not know that. Two probably hurts two, two or three, and, and then down. Five. Tre- Josh, Trevor, four. Trevor four. Okay, oh, I right, so now this is kind of interesting. Then so like, um, Trevor four. So <laughs> I I bet uh, this week I bet two a. Offensive player of the year, not MVP, offensive player of the year at 28 to 1. I like that. The problem with Ty- that could be Tyreek. that Tyreek Hill would be the offensive player I know, of the year. I know. Right. Is, I mean, if you would vote Tyreek over. I'm just thinking, like, if like two, if Tua has a great game, like, I mean, it's 28 to 1. Again, like, Tyreek's like 5 to 1. I just thought it was a nice little flyer. Like, it's, I think we could see a situation where Tua, it's like Tua plays really well, but Mahomes plays really well or Hurts plays really well. And so Mahomes gets MVP and like, it's sort of like a runner up MVP. It's amazing that he's in the conversation. Let's it's let's insane. put that out there. Yeah. Um, Seahawks minus seven and a half at the Rams over under 41. Uh, this line was like four and a half or five and shot up two points uh, with the news that Aaron Donald had a suffered a, a high ankle sprain after the game. Weird. Interesting. Um, I, I, I think Aaron Donald will play yeah. if he's healthy, but they're, they're on Cabo. That's where they are. They are they're shutting. They, they should shut everybody down. I, I like the Seahawks. But, as a, I, but this numbers, I don't. You got the Seahawks as the best bet. I don't. I'll take the Rams. I, look, the Seahawks defense is awful. Um, I, the Rams are terrible. Don't get me wrong. But the number, I'm not taking them as the best bet, but the number is too big. 
I would lean to the Rams too at plus seven and a half. Um, not at seven, but at seven and a half. Seattle's defense back to being terrible. The score against Tampa Bay might have masked that a little because Tampa Bay did what they wanted to in that game offensively. They're all, the Seattle offense is still strong, and the Rams defense is allowed 26 plus in three straight. So maybe the play here is the over if you have any confidence at all in the Rams offense, which did nothing against Kansas City, but this is a much easier matchup. We'll see who's that quarterback. I can't imagine it. Stafford um, can't lay eight with C- can't lay eight, seven and a half, whatever with Seattle's defense on the road, though, even against this team. So if you're going to play it, I think you should play rams okay well crap um get it see all itself now already bet it at seven anyway so uh that's it that's the best bets are the revenge parlay lock it in it is um brown's money line eagles money line chiefs money line pays out plus 230 let's go i think uh we're one and one on the revenge parlays let's go make it two and one as we head into the stretch run of the season and a full list of our best bets pete titans plus five raiders plus one and a half Bengals, ravens teaser jaguars lions over commanders minus two falcons plus one rj has the jets plus three the falcons plus one the titans plus five dallas minus 11 Tampa bay minus three and a half and a teaser of baltimore and cincinnati my best bets Start until later in the show with these freaking best bets. Uh, Jaguars, Lions over 51 and a half, over 53 in Chiefs and Bengals. I like that Bengals Ravens teaser too. I'll probably bet that, um, but I, I didn't take it on here. Raiders plus one and a half, Bucks minus three and a half, Dolphins minus four, Seahawks minus seven and a half. It's amazing that of all the games out there this week, we have the exact same teaser. And it, yeah, it is kind of crazy. Yeah. And we, we have no idea. We have no idea. Yeah, but there's only, I mean, each week there should only should like three or four legs you should be teasing anyway. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's, it's, you know, and I could have easily took the Giants there. Do you want to look ahead pick too, Will? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what are the look heads? Chiefs minus seven and a half at the for the Broncos. Broncos mm-hmm. offense not progressing at all, though a startage game last year of the year was last week against Carolina. Defense solid much of the year, but they're super banged up. I don't think they're going to hang around in this game against Kansas City. Kansas City has five wins by double digits, five straight games over 430 yards, even in Denver. I think this line should be 10. So I think it's going to go up. Okay, good luck. Yeah, that's uh, especially the Chiefs roll. If the Chiefs go into Cincinnati and win, or even if they lose, you, know, you can see them coming, trying to bounce back at Denver. Uh, love it. All right, that's it for the show. It's the best bets. Let's have another. Let's have a, uh, a third straight winning week across the board. Yeah, let's go Which do it. I don't think we, I don't think we've ever had. I, I would I would I would I would venture guess that we had not. Uh, for RJ, for Pete, I'm Brenton. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present a Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.